Highlights. Welcome to D1 Highlights. You see my friend, you there? I am here. Just got hype listening to our intro music coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it uh, has a mind of his own. It jumped on up there, didn't it? But uh, hey, y'all, welcome to D1 Highlights, the podcast, D1 Highlights Radio. Uh, DC, we're going to call this one the uh, preseason 2018 discussion. I love it. So uh, pretty much we are a week away, six full days, five days we'll call it this week, uh, from the 2018 TWSWA high school football season starting. And uh, I'm kind of excited. I hadn't, I hadn't really had time to process it all yet, D.C. You know, this weekend and this week, you know, earlier this week we've been pretty busy catching all of the uh, jamborees and scrimmages and, and meeting and, and so on and so forth, I'm trying to get ready for this 2018 season. Uh, and we're going to talk about a lot of that tonight and kind of give you guys the scope of what we've seen uh, and some things that, that we may not have picked up on over the summer or over the spring. Uh, therefore, I think you guys are going to enjoy the show. Uh, DC, before we get started, uh, tell you guys, uh, welcome to D1 Highlights, of course. Follow us on Twitter at D1 Highlights. That's D, the number one, H-I-G-H-L-I-G-H-T-S. And then follow us on Instagram at D1 Highlights underscore T-N. And then, of course, uh, you guys go ahead and follow uh, our magazine account. Uh, We're going to get the magazine going up here this fall as well, I'm sure. Uh, That's at D1 Highlights Mag, M-A-G. So you guys got several ways to follow us. Follow us. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash D1 Highlights, and uh, keep up on all the latest interviews and videos and things that we put on there, and uh, we'll make sure that we share those with you guys. What you got, DC? Man, not a whole lot. Looking forward to football season, as I told uh, some of you all out there. Unfortunately, but fortunately, I won't be um, in Nashville this Friday. Uh, our guy, Terrence, is getting married over in Jamaica, so the wifey and I are hitting the uh, the friendly skies Thursday morning, headed over to Jamaica, mine. So I'll be over there, but I will be I will be following along on my Twitter account to to see Week One and see what's going on and all that good stuff happening. I see how you do it. Deep so, leaving us all alone to go uh, to go hang out in Jamaica, get his tan on. Hey, I am. I'm pl- I'm planning on lots of lots of uh, tanning and cigars and just uh, beach life for the next seven days. Once once we uh once we get to Montego Bay, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> yep, we are all jealous. Have a pina colada for us. Maybe bring back a couple of cigars or something. I don't know. That's all good. We'll be here uh, on the grind though. Uh, we got myself, Jay Carver. And I got Josh Kelly going to be in the field, on the field this uh, this coming up Friday, uh, checking out a lot of the games in the area. Uh, so we keep you guys posted as to where we're going to be. If you want us to come check you out, hit us up on Twitter, DM, Instagram, DM, whatever doesn't matter, and uh, we'll, we'll jot you down and you know see what you guys are talking about. Um, as the season progresses, you know each game becomes independently more important, uh, just based on how you guys have done. Uh, over the season and, you know, what comes up, and we just kind of judge it from there. So uh, you never know where you may catch us at 
uh, just on, on Friday nights since 2018 football season. So, yeah. And speaking of that, Evan, let's also make sure that um, our folks that are out there listening um, go and follow uh, our guys as well, too. Josh Kelly, uh, one of our partners, um, at RN underscore JK808. Again, that's uh, Josh Kelly. He's one of our partners with us trying to make this thing shape. Go and follow him at RN underscore JK808. Then we also have um, our other partner. I like to call him Jay Money, but uh, follow uh, Jay Carver as well. He's at Jay Prince 30. Real simple. At J Prince 30. And both of those guys you can find on Twitter and IG as well. So you have one of them guys reaching out to you. Uh, holler at them, man. They're trying to uh, help um, bring the best high school uh, football news in the state to one platform with us at D1 Highlights. So please give them a follow and uh, get, get this thing rolling. All right. So on our schedule tonight, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, the, the preseason 2018, uh, talk about all the jamborees that we've been to, talk about a lot of the players that we've seen uh, and kind of what we expect just, you know, from those teams based on what we saw strictly during uh, this preseason. You know, a lot of stuff uh, plays a factor in how the season goes. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We are also uh, going to talk about, uh, in fact, I'm going to say that for last, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it here in a second. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, a little bit, if we get time, D.C., we'll talk about the star system tonight. All right. Uh, I kind of want to talk about uh, the star system and how it was derived or how it was not derived and, and kind of where we're at with it. And just kind of give you guys our thoughts on it. You guys, I, think, I think you guys know how we feel about it. But uh, I'm definitely, I, think, I think we definitely need to touch on that tonight for a little bit. Maybe we'll save that for last. Uh, but first up, you know, let's go ahead and jump into this thing. First up, I want to talk about D.C. I want to talk about our player profiles that are now available on uh, our website, www.d1highlights.net or .com. Um, so what we've done is, you know, in, in lieu of there being a local system for player profiles to be recognized, not only locally, but also nationally, we've set up um, – not only a scoring system on our website uh, that that gives all of the games of the week. Uh, it also gives the scores of those games uh, for the week. Uh, we've also set up attached directly to those games the player profiles involved with those games. All right. So on the site, you guys may have seen us tweeting them out yeah, here, here and there. We, you know, we did up a mock up of uh, a few players here locally. Uh, Mr. Pleasant out there at BA. Well, we've got. Uh, Russell Lansdale uh, profile page set up. This is the way for every player in our state uh, to have a profile page, okay? Whether you're a quote-unquote ranked, starred player or not, uh, you can set up your profile. If you've got highlight film that you want to go on that profile, we can set that up for you. We can show you how to set it up. We're going to show your coaches and your administration how to set it up. Uh, if you've got stats that you want to keep up and put on the profile, you can put that in there as well. Uh, we've got commitments, we've got offers, we've got everything metric-wise in the player profiles for you guys to use at, at your leisure. You know, this is, you know, this is a heck of a project for us because, like I said, we're just four guys here in the mid-state. 
you know, trying to recognize high school football. So you know all the big fights got it. You know, 24-7 has it. Rivals has it. Uh, who else? Uh, those, those are the main Max two. Preps. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got it. They got rosters on there. Um, but, you know, the issue is with 24-7 and Rivals is that those are, quote-unquote, star players, right? Man, your phone is loud. Wow. <laughs> those are uh, those are starred players, right, that have somehow got a star, a star here and a star there, and, hey, I found a star in my back pocket. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to put you on there. Okay. So, you know, not to discredit anybody out there that's got five or four stars or whatever, three stars, it doesn't matter to us. When we come see you play, that's what we evaluate you on. When we speak to you in person and see what kind of uh, young man that you are off the field, that's what we evaluate our rankings on. Uh, you know how you how you handle your season on the field. So, long story short, you know that's what you know that's what we want to do for the state of Tennessee. Um, have your coaches, have your administration, DM us on Twitter, hit us up. Uh, I'll give out my email address right here. It's Evan E V A N at D One Highlights.net. Evan at D One Highlights.net. You guys can email me, and I'll give. Uh, every team in the state access to their profiles, to their player profiles, to their rosters, access to their stats, show them how to use it. Therefore, this, that so that's the start, DC. That's the start to this thing of us trying to change the culture, change the culture of the quote unquote star ranking system that popped up out of nowhere. You know, so you know, no longer can a player Absolutely. say, well, you know, no longer can anyone say I didn't have a profile. You know, no one saw my profile. We got it here for you. We're going to do that for you. So. Um, you guys stay posted for that. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm going to send out some more stuff about it this week. Um, take a look back in our timeline at some of our tweets of the examples that we sent out, um, and I'll make those I'll make those profiles live on the website here soon. Um, but the but, but the team pages are up. Your schedules are up. Uh, you guys can go in and catch those and check those out and see what's popping for week one, week two, week three, so on and so forth. And uh, we keep it up to date for you guys. I love it. Um, I think as you as you were talking to Evan, I was online just tweeting out our website uh, right now as we speak and just letting people know um, we have obviously um, coaches from the high school and the college level that um, obviously go to our website. We have them oftentimes uh, contacting us via email or via DM on certain individuals. Um, across the state and they ask us about uh, them as far as the character of them uh, are they the real deal or are they just hype because you know a lot of times these coaches know that everyone looks good in t-shirt and shorts but right. at the end of the day you have to put those pads on you have to compete and once you put those pads on um, it may be a different story, a different different ball game. And um, one of the biggest things um, that we get again is the character of these of these young men across the state, and just wanting to know, you know, are they coachable? Are they teachable? Are they respectful? And um, again, this gives guys an opportunity, uh, and it's free. That's the best part about everything uh, Evan and myself are saying is it's free. It's a free player profile that you can go to um, at d1highlights.net and just update your information um, 
we're looking forward to it. This will be our first year uh, doing it with uh, having the scores updated, uh, live scores updated on Friday night, um, stats and all that good stuff. And, again, if you're trying to get out there and be seen or be heard of or get exposure, why not get a free opportunity to go on our website um, and it's a website, again, that coaches across the country um, are hitting up. You know, we were looking at our numbers the other day, Evan, and it was crazy. You know, we're, we're in the ten to 15,000 uh, hits a day coming to our website. So, again, we're just doing this to allow the young men out there that want to potentially continue to keep playing after high school an opportunity to get a free education, um, just giving them a free opportunity to put their names out there and be seen in addition to other things that you may or may not be doing. So I'm excited about it. It's, uh, it's been very well received. Um, shoot, Evan, I, I know our uh, DMs were popping the past two weeks with uh, high school coaches uh, reaching back out to us and us reaching out to them. So for you guys out there that are listening, coaches, we definitely appreciate um, the feedback you all have been feeding us. And uh, we appreciate We're looking forward to just continuing to uh, get more and more information on each individual school program, coaches, and uh, athletes at these schools across the state. It's uh, going to be awesome. Yes, yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, you know, for those of you that are on the website right now, you'll notice, you know, the new addition to the very so to the very top of the website. Uh, you see we got uh, the crawler, the score crawler um, that is at the top of the uh, site for the current week. So right now, if you go to the website, www.d1highlights.net, you'll see um, week one up there, 817. Um, you'll be able to scroll through all the games. Uh, eventually, those um, those icons and, and, and school names and team names will be populated with the score behind it as we conclude each game on, on this, uh, this coming Friday. So <clears throat> that being said, DC, you want to talk about you want to talk about this uh, this preseason and all the things that we got to see at the jamborees and the scrimmages and the and, and whatever else we were out doing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump into it. Uh, you know, hope not to keep everybody up too late tonight, but it's exciting times around here, man. The football season here. As I'm talking to you out here in Mount Juliet in my living room, I'm I'm watching uh, NFL preseason Cowboys and the 49ers. So I mean. Where else would you rather be on this Sunday night but with us rapping about high school football here in the great state of Tennessee? We can jump on in. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, so, so, so on our list of places to go this week, we had a lot of people reach out to us. Uh, and unfortunately, we only make it, you know, so many, you know, but we, man, we were all over the place. I, I know I burned up a lot of gas traveling back and forth between games. Uh, on our list, we had the Wheel Co., Williamson County, Williamson County, Ruco, Jamboree. So Williamson County versus Rutherford County, Jamboree. And so all the schools out there, Rutherford County uh, versus all the schools out of here, Williamson County, got together, uh, put together a night of Jamborees for what two nights, DC? For two uh, nights. Yeah, it was I believe Thursday, Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, uh, and they all played each other. We had the Metro Jamborees um, that where all the schools in Metro got together on three nights uh, and played each other. Turns out it was a night too long, but anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll save that for, we'll save that for uh, another day. 
Metro <laughs> officials, if you're listening, keep it on, keep it, keep it to Thursday and Friday night. You might, you might be all right. Uh, <laughs> we won't talk uh, you, about that. You ain't never lying yeah. there. You ain't never lying <laughs> there. That's, it's been three years in a row of, of some, yeah. uh, some, uh, some, some, some funness, I guess you would call it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so we tried to put on only the positive news. We're not going to give those individuals attention who who decided to ruin the funds for Metro. But, uh, so, yeah, we have the Metro Jamboree. We also had uh, quite a few scrimmages before that. We had, uh, last night, I got to stop by and check out Franklin Road Academy and the Friendship uh, Scrimmage Jamboree. What did you want to call that? I think the middle school played as well, so we'll call that a jamboree. Um one of the things that I want to point out first off is uh, in DC. If you, if you, I'm not sure if you're able to tweet out uh, this young man's interview that I did with him on Friday night. Uh, I want to point out the Seagull Stars. Okay, and I'll tell you, you know, when we're at these jamborees, we're out there with a lot of individual media, you know, and we're all, you know, we're all good friends. We all know each other from this being at the games, you know. But we're out there with a lot of different media from. Uh, from the Tennessean to 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 the Brentwood homepage to X Y Z, I mean, there's tons of people. You know, we we all talk to each other. So I'm so I'm watching so I'm watching the Seagull I'm watching the Seagull scrimmage versus uh, Page Page Patriots, and, I, and I'm noticing the energy around this Seagull team. All right. So before Friday night, DC, if I had said Seagull stars. Would you have thought much about that, or would you have just been like, oh, okay, yeah, Seagull Stars ain't done nothing in five, six years. Mm, okay, next topic, right? Right. So I'm out there. So I'm out there with with, with the Seagull Stars versus the Page Patriots, and I'm noticing their junior quarterback, Mr. Tucker Sears. I'm noticing their junior running back, uh, Mr. Patrick Boykins Jr. I mean, I, and I'm noticing two wide receivers that they have. And I forget, forgive me, I don't have these young men's uh, name written down. Uh, one is number three, one is number two. Carl, if you're listening, uh, I think you told me what a uh, number two saying uh, product of uh, former Vanderbilt um, coach. But uh, I'm watching this Seagull Stars team, man, and they got a lot of energy around them. They got a poised coaching staff. They got a poised quarterback, and they got a running back that's just just a bowling ball and just refusing to be stopped. I mean, he's on the sidelines huffing and puffing, and he's going right back in there and, and running that rock hard. We got some pictures up of, up, up of him on the uh, post on the website. Uh, Patrick Boykins is, is something serious, man. And, you know, you know, I mean, even even to this day, I, you know, I talked about the media being on the sideline. You know, I was, I was thoroughly impressed with that team. And I'm pointing out, I mean, I'm like, I'm like hey, you guys think that Seagull could do something this year, right? And uh, they're, uh, they're they're like, well, you know, you know, you know what region they play in, right? I, mean, I don't care what region they play in. I'm looking, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this team. I'm not looking at last year's records. I'm not looking at the years before his records. This these are new kids in new positions, ready to start their season. They ain't got nothing to yeah. do with what happened two, three, four years ago, right? On the same totally hand, agree. yeah, you're right. You know, on the same hand, Oakland, Oakland Patriots. Ain't got nothing to do with what those Oakland Patriots did last year. Those Oakland Patriots did last year. Blackman Blaze, this team has nothing to do with what the team did last year or the two years before that, so on and so forth. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm putting Siegel on my uh, watch list. 
I think these guys may be able to make some noise out there in Rutherford County, playing in that. I don't care how how hard the region is. I think they can make some noise this year, DC. So thoroughly impressed with those guys. Thoroughly impressed with uh, how 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 mannerable all the kids were and how they responded uh, to that game and how they responded to interviewing after the game. And uh, I'm watching out for them this year. You heard it here first. Seagull Stars are going to make some noise out there. Well, you know what's funny, Evan? You mentioned uh, last year, and that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people – have to understand is that that was just it last year. Um, these young men, um, it's the new year in 2018, and I remember talking to you um, after Siegel had played, and I know we were texting back and forth, and you were quite impressed with with Siegel. Um, who, who did they play again? Uh, Paige. Paige. Okay. Yeah. And that's a pretty good, you know, a pretty good page team. They've lost some players, um, but a pretty good page team. I just remember talking to you, and you were impressed, as you mentioned, with uh, that whole team and all uh, three facets of the game with offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and I'm with you. That was just last year. I mean, that's why they play the game each and every Friday night. And I'm, I'm very excited from just talking to you about seeing uh, that running back out there, uh, Patrick Boykins. And I believe he's only a 2020 kid, so he's going to be a young man that will be on the radar for the next uh, few years for us and and for Middle Tennessee and for other people to take a look at him. So I'm excited about him. I mean, Siegel, stars, they have an opportunity to, to make some noise. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, as we were talking, uh, Carl texted me and let me know that uh, Ryan Wilson, Ryan Wilson is one of those receivers out there and slash backs um, that 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 looked impressive as well. Uh, he is Marcus Wilson's son, uh, number two out there, uh, Vanderbilt product. So, okay. Yeah, you guys, you guys check him out as well. But yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm impressed. You know, Paige ain't no scrubs. You know, hey, <laughs> I mean, the, the boys are on the field playing. They're playing hard. You know, each game is its own game, you know. So, hey, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. Seagull Stars, y'all look out for them. And, you know, Evan, also, um, Rutherford County is arguably one of the toughest um, counties um, across the state of Tennessee. Now, I'm not saying they are the toughest, so please, y'all that listen, don't have my my DMs blowing up or anything like that. But I, I will say they are arguably – one of the toughest division um, counties across the state, and as they kick off, you know, next week against Stewart's Creek, you know, it's an opportunity for them to get this ball rolling in the right direction. And uh, you know, who knows? You know, you get a a few wins here and a few wins there, and before you know it, you know, you're you're rolling. But it, but as you mentioned, you know, they they're in the likes of of, of uh, Cookville, the Oakland, the Riverdale, the Coffee Counties and the Blackmans of Warren counties, I mean, they've got a tall task ahead of them. But, you know, again, anything is possible. And, you know, as long as you can buy in and believe um, without going into the game saying we don't have a chance, anything is possible. I mean, I see them honestly, you know, starting out 1-0 and for sure before they uh, um, host Ravenwood uh, in the second week. And that should be a – a nice slobber knockover game. I've heard a lot of good stuff about Ravenwood right now in the past few weeks. Yeah, Ravenwood looked good against um, Oakland. I didn't get to stay for that whole entire game, but the little bit that I saw, 
Uh, Ravenwood's defense, both defenses for both teams was good. Um, the offenses, the offenses came out kind of, kind of, you know, kind of sloppy a little bit. Uh, Oakland came out a little bit flat, you know, and you know, I'm sure Coach Chris, you don't mind me saying that because it's the truth, but uh, you know, Chris would be the first one to tell you, you know, hey, we're hey, we're ready to make some changes, you know, or make or make make our own noise this year. Yeah, you know, he's the first one to tell you, you know, last year's last year, this year's this year. So, uh, yeah, Ravenwood's defense looked good. Oakland's defense looked good. The offenses got uh, the offenses have something to work on, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we all expect those teams to do big things because of what they did in the past, right? But hey, they right. got, you know, they got, yeah, they got to play the game too. Let me ask you this, Evan, and just to not necessarily put you on the spot, but you know, you're talking about, you know, a single team that, as you mentioned in the past, um, hasn't been as uh, as productive as as over previous seasons, but, you know, I'm just kind of going down look, looking at their schedule. I mean, you know, and in, in, in that 6A classification, um, each region is the top four teams, correct, that are making the to make the playoff? Top four, yeah. Four. So in saying that, again, that 6A class, region three, I tell you what, you know, it's definitely doable. You know, I see in that class or that region just off the top of my head and just just knowing what I know of what we've seen so far in the off season and some of these jamborees and games, it's doable. I mean, if they're taking the top four teams, you know, Oakland's for sure getting in unless something catastrophic happens. Um, I see uh, Blackman uh, getting in. And I see uh, a toss-up to that Riverdale-Cookville right there being that, you know, two, three, four seed. And then, yep. boom, there's Siegel right there getting in as well, you know? Yeah. I think I think, I think Siegel's going to be the Cookville of, of this year. You know, last year, you know, Cookville exactly. kind of came out the woodwork. You know, it was like, whoa. You know, they you know, put up some wins, put up a close game against Riverdale that they probably should have won. Uh, you know, and was riding that thing right down to the very end. So I think I think I think Siegel may be that surprise team this year. Of course, you know they lost what was going to be senior running back um, Will Hoyt, leaving Will Hoyt, who I want to say we see according to something that I saw is, is down in South Carolina now. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm guilty of this as well. You know, I was walking into the Jamboree and I was and I was walking with some Siegel families, you know, as I was walking in and we were just talking about, you know, how man, it's been rough over the last few years. They need some help, you know, a little bit of luck maybe. And, and here you have it. They come out at the Jamboree uh, hyped and ready to play. So, hey, kudos to you, uh, Seagull Stars family. You guys uh, have some bright, have, have a bright future to look towards too. Absolutely. What's next? What's next, my friend? What you got on the list to talk about? Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to go over a little bit to what I had an opportunity to see over the weekend was, um, I guess, starting out Thursday night, um, I had an opportunity to go out to Antioch High School. Um, really, really good atmosphere. I was I was thoroughly impressed with Antioch. Um, had a chance, myself and uh, Jay Money, had a chance to rap with uh, coach, uh, head coach Mike Head. Uh, from Antioch 
uh, Bears. And one of the first things that he wanted to make sure that we, as a media group, uh, fans, other teams across the state, this is a new Antioch. This is a new Antioch. He actually wants to be uh, known as the Bears. Um, obviously, Antioch Bears. But um, mm-hmm. he wants he wants them guys. They've got brand new um, equipment, brand new jerseys, uh, helmets this season. One of the things he was talking about after the game, Evan, to myself and Jay, was you know he was trying to decide when they were uh, producing the new uniforms what to have across the chest. Did he want to have Antioch or did he want to have uh, Bears? across the chest and um he was very very uh thorough in saying bears um this is the new uh antioch bears team and uh i tell you what that that, the atmosphere out there was nice had a little bit of rain started off but um it was a good time so in saying that uh the first game was uh cane ridge as they uh played stratford and um, we know a very well-coached Cane Ridge team with uh, head coach Eddie Woods and his staff. I actually saw my old uh, college roommate who has left DCA now at um, Cane Ridge and the coaching staff, uh, Benedict um, Isby, um, uh, who was the ex-TSU football player as well, just like Coach Woods was. So it was good to see Benedict um, on the coaching staff out there at Cane Ridge now. He left uh, DCA and did pretty well out there at DCA helping with that program. But uh, getting back to the game, I tell you what, Evan, they, you know, they played, you know, two quarters. And honestly, Stratford looked pretty good. You know, unfortunately, Stratford um, had two turnovers. Um, well, uh, several turnovers. Unfortunately, I had two of them practically back-to-back. Um, but, you know, that first quarter, or half of that first quarter, and towards the end of it, Stratford and Kane Ridge was kind of going back and forth, back and forth, until, again, those turnovers, um, and Kane Ridge eventually just flexed their muscle. And, uh, and just right. some of the... Uh, some of the the highlights of that game was was seeing um, one of our top D1 highlights running back, uh, Devon Starling. I mean, I tell you what, uh, he, he he was in midseason form. Okay, <laughs> he, uh, he 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 had himself a game. And keep in mind, they only played two quarters, and you know the starters were out probably um, most of all the, the second quarter. But just the brief time that Devon was in there. He had a 62-yard screen pass that was just pretty. Took it to the house, um, followed by a 28-yard touchdown reception uh, thrown by uh, Corey Andrews. And uh, I tell you what, Kane Ridge just looked really good uh, offensively and defensively. Once they flexed their muscle, they looked, looked really well. I had a chance to catch up with Coach Woods after the game. And just kind of wrapped with him and just, you know, how's the offseason been? Um, what about this game? So let me start off with the game, Evan. He just said that he has definitely got to get his guys into 
a menta- uh, mentality of just because it's this certain team that it's going to be a cakewalk. Um, that's why I, that's what he feels kind of happened with Stratford. Because again, Stratford was battling with these boys for you know for the for the first few minutes of the quarter. Like I was surprised. I was like, "This Stratford, okay." But <laughs> again, eventually Kane Ridge woke up and realized they about to mess around and get beat out here, and then they flexed their muscle and completely uh, dominated the game after they eventually woke up. And that was one of the things me and Coach Woods were saying. It's just it's a mental thing with these young men to go into each game playing like it's your last. And don't just think, oh, it's Stratford. It's gonna be an easy. It's gonna be an easy win. And uh, right, because it was funny. He had said that weeks uh, previously they had played Oakland, and from all accounts, from what I'm hearing, Kane Ridge did a pretty good number on Oakland um, and in saying that you go up against a Stratford team that you're supposed to go in and really dominate as they did towards the end of the game uh, didn't happen until you know midway through the first quarter so that was one of the things uh, Coach Wood said and then the second thing I took out of our uh, conversation with him after the game was these guys are hungry you know not to go back a year, but obviously we all know we're big Kane Ridge, Coach Eddie Woods fans. And uh, my question to him was, how hungry are these guys from the last time y'all got beat, which we all know was in Cookville mm-hmm. um, against a really good Maryville team. And his yeah. response to me was just what I thought it would be, which was, they're hungry. It was the best thing that could have happened to us, hindsight 2020, right? And, uh, he just went on to say that this season, as a head coach, he has purposely set up as many scrimmages as PWSAA would allow him to do. And the reason behind all these scrimmages was an opportunity for his team to get uh, real-time experience. Um, he wants to continue to build his depth uh, with his first-string, first second-string, third-string players. He wants everybody to have experience. That way, deep into the playoffs, you know as well as I do, Evan, that that November, December, your bones are a little brittle. It's a little cold. It's wet. It's windy. Players are getting hurt. It's an opportunity for another young man to step up and make a name for themselves and help, his, help their team out in case someone goes down. So one of the biggest things this offseason, he was like, yeah, D.C., I want to make sure I have these guys – Plenty of game time experience. I want them to be ready for um, the playoffs um, and be ready for that late October, November, uh, hopefully early December games, um, if doable. So it was a good time. Uh, but again, Kane Ridge was Kane Ridge once they started flexing. I do want to bring attention to Stratford running back. I was really impressed with uh, Stratford's running back. He had a nice offensive line. Um, you know they got uh, big, uh, big Gupton uh, on the offensive line there at Strapper, and he was doing his thing offensively and defensively. Um, I've only had a chance to see him a few times at some of the NPA camps, Evan, but I had a chance uh, to actually see him live um, with uh, pad zone. And I tell you what, that Gupton kid. He's anchoring the offensive defensive line. He was opening up holes 
where Stratford's a really good running back, uh, Jamie uh, Jamie Moore. So he's another young man uh, you might want to be on the lookout for if you follow or if you follow Metro High School football, Jamie Moore, and check him out. Okay, um, I like that. I like that a lot. I tell you what, I kind of want to go back second. to this. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, you got more. Okay, I'll do your thing. Yeah, I got I got I got one more real quick. Um, so the second game was uh, again we're still talking about Metro uh, Jamboree, and um, that was also a really good game as well. Um, I wasn't paying as much attention to it as I was the first game, um, but that second game uh, was good as well. Antioch again uh, was playing uh, Hillwood, and um, you know I haven't had a chance to watch. Hill would play uh, too much, but it was it was fun to get out there and kind of see Hill would the Antioch battle. And I tell you what, same thing. Um, again, as I was mentioning with Coach uh, Head Coach Mike Mike Wood Mike Head, uh, Antioch's another team that I'm expecting to see some really good things um, this season. Evan, um, again, as we just were talking about. Last year was last year. You know, I believe um, Antioch, the past few years, unfortunately, haven't had really good, unfortunately, good years. But, um, again, after talking to Coach uh, Coach Mike after that game, uh, he feels like his, his guys potentially, uh, Evan, could go um, and, and do some damage this year. Um, you know, again, he – I'm trying to look up right now, Evan, their first few games of the season. But, again, talking about this Jamboree, they uh, they look really good against Hillwood. Um, they got some guys out there that um, – they got some really good skill players on both sides of the ball. They got some ball hawks uh, defensively in their backfield. Um, they've got uh, a running back out there as well, too, that can make some noise. And I believe, Evan, Antioch's – um, bread and butter this year is going to be the running game. Um, they're going to be one of those teams, Evan, that's going to try to hold the ball from you and um, try to try to grind you out, try to grind you out throughout the throughout the game to eventually squeak squeak a W from you. And I tell you what, if Coach Head does what he says he's going to try to do, which again grind these teams out with his one-two punch um, at the running back position. They uh they 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 may they may shock some teams this year. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, they've got a young man out there that's part of that one-two punch. Uh, Malik Nance had himself um, a ball game out there. Okay, so their one-two punch offensively is the Malik Nance, and then they've got another big kid, uh, LaShamus Kennedy. You are out there listening to us, coaches. Um, at the next level, you definitely want to take um, notice of both of these young men. Um, again, Malik Nance and uh, LaShamus Kennedy. And I tell you what, that uh, the the Nance kid, he he was when I said there was a, they got some ball hawks in the uh, backfield. He was one of them. He's one of the ball hawks in the backfield that uh, picked one off and. Uh, took it to the house. I believe they end up calling it uh, back. Actually, you know what, Evan, they did not. 
um, Malik Nance, he actually picked it off 80 yards, took it to the house. So you got him offensively running the ball and then defensively being one of those um, anchors in the backfield for the defense. Coach Head, I believe, may be on to something. And, and just, just looking at their schedule, Evan, they, they open up at station camp. Um, then they play or they host Stewart Creek, McGavitt, and Siegel. And Coach Head seems to think that, you know, they potentially have a good opportunity in starting out 4-0. And, again, you know, it's not no guarantee. That that's, why they, that's why they play the game. But at this point, for them, uh, any kind of win would be would be suffice. I mean, you know, you come off a season uh, last year where you're one in nine. The first game of the year, you win with the station camp, and then you mess around and lose the last nine to be deflating. So hopefully, um, Coach Head um, has these guys ready to rock and roll. Um, and that's on the Antioch side. On the Hillwood side. I was impressed with the – I'm going to tell you a young man, Evan, that um, you're going to start hearing about, and he's going to be uh, on the radar for Hillwood. Listen or take a take a listen to the name Miller Baker, okay? I was impressed right. with him. He definitely was um, Hillwood's go-to guy offensively in the passing game and then also plays a little defense as, defense as well, too. But um, he's another young man. Um, that I would definitely keep an eye out for um, over the next few uh, next few few months. Um, big kid, big kid. I didn't get a chance to uh, go and talk to him after the game, but just kind of seeing him on the field. Big, big kid. I would say about six three, easy two fifteen to two twenty. Um, and like I said, he has no fear coming over the edge or coming over the middle, uh, catching the ball and trying to you know, get those get those, what we like to say, those yak yards um, after the catch. So be on the lookout for him as well. And uh, I think the, I think Hillwood, you know, I, I, I don't know much about them. They didn't look decent. But my takeaway from the Metro Jamboree on Thursday night was Kane Ridge in mid, midseason form. They look like they're going to do the same thing they did last year. Stratford may shock some teams and they can hold on to the ball at night. Uh, turn the ball over, uh, you know that's that's vital there. And then uh, Antioch, it's the new Bears. They uh they're gonna be the real deal. And then uh, Hillwood, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, they didn't look bad, but I uh, don't know enough about them yet to kind of kind of speak on them yet. So that was just my takeaway uh, from Thursday night Metro Jamboree. So before, so before we start talking, uh, I'm going to talk Friendship FRA uh, for a little bit. Uh, then we're going to bring in our man, Jay Carver, uh, talk some more Metro with you guys uh, with us. And um, But before I do that, I got I see you say Coach Head. You say the Mike Head out there at Antioch now? Yes. Okay. I've already got – see, 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 something you said earlier, I've already got an issue with this uh, Coach Head guy. Uh, you know, I, want me to tell you why, or you just want me to leave it there? Why? <laughs> I got an issue. Okay, so you said okay. There's a new, there's a new Antioch, new uniforms, new helmet, right? Uh, you know, I got to redo uh-huh. their helmet now. So, so new helmet, new uniform, new swag, new attitude, new head coach, and they want to be the Bears, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hope he's listening. Okay. If not, we're gonna make sure he hears this. Okay. 
Coach Mike Head out there at Antioch. In case you don't know this about us, hey, I'm, I'm turning turn on the music for this one. In case you don't know this about us, in case you ain't never heard the show, in case you're new to the area, okay? Me and DC here with some Mount Juliet boys, and there's only one the Bears in in, in Tennessee, all right? And that's the Mount <laughs> Juliet, the the Mount Juliet Bears. Mount Juliet. When you say, when you say the Bears, that's that's that that's what you're talking about here in the mid-state, east and west for all I care. For the mid-state for sure, okay? Davidson Academy, no, Mm-mm. no, not talking about Davidson Academy and Mister uh, Running Back Hewitt out there. Uh, Antioch Bears, not yet. Got that then do your thing. Beat some people, then we then, then then we'll start talking. But for now, the Bears is Mount Juliet Perry Bears. That's uh, Coach Perry out there and the Bears. All right, just had to clear that up. Now we can move on. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, uh, you know, he was when Jay and I were talking to him after the game. When I say he was very passionate um, about about coaching out there um, at Antioch, and, and then for him, Evan, it's it's it, it, it's bigger than football, and that's what I, I had to take away from our conversation with him. Is it's, it's bigger than football, you know? He, for him, he's all about making these uh, young men better, uh, turning these boys to men. Um, Eventually in life, and that's one thing I, I, I'm, I'm speaking as a, you know, my mother as well as you know, my mother was a teacher for 40 years, and you know, it's it's hard to find uh, administration that really care about their students. You know, sometimes people go to work just to collect a paycheck and go home, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't get that from uh, Coach Head. He definitely cares about these young men. He's working on continue to build that program up from one and nine and build a very successful program out there. So I'm I'm excited about him and looking forward to some of the things that um, he's going to do out there as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So real quick, real quick before we bring in uh, Jay Carver, I'm going to talk, talk a little bit of friendship at FRA real quick. You know, uh, if, you guys, if you guys followed us last year, we followed those uh, friendship boys all the way to the state title, all the way to an undefeated state title. Um, DC, I got the chance to watch this game, knowing that FRA's in the rebuilding process, you know, and trying to find their identity. Thinking that, you know, you know, friendship was just going to come in here and, and, and run all over these boys, you know. But this was a really uh, good game. Um, I think the most competitive uh, preseason slash scrimmage that I've seen uh, for the preseason. Uh, and I was more, you know, you know, I was more excited about seeing um, Mr. Luke Smith out there, Mr. Ryan Rhino Jackson go up against Big Lou. Uh, yeah, yeah, going up against Tyman Mitchell out there for FRA. And I gotta tell you, man, it was uh, there were some good battles between those three. Uh, you know, I got to see I got to see Tyman uh, uh, go up against Luke and uh, Rhino, and you know, and look and look. Pretty even to me, you know. Uh, looked pretty even to me, and uh, you know I'm like, you know, I'm of this mindset, you know. You know, Luke Smith, of course, you know, is committed to uh, Appalachian State, right? App State. Mm-hmm. Uh, time in, time is getting some big D1 offers from 
Uh, do you want to look at you know, the likes of Georgia, Alabama, uh, Stanford, so on, you name it, you know, right? Uh, big quantum Stokes star, star pro, uh, prospect. I'm like this. I watch Luke Smith handle his own against Tommy Mitchell, who's going to a big school like Georgia or wherever he's going to go. Um, and I say, that's where I say Luke Smith can hang with the best of them. And going into his senior year, this man, you know, as we saw last year, is an animal, you know. So I feel like, I feel like if you're looking at a time in Mitchell to go to uh, big, you know, big, big time school, you need to be looking at Luke Smith, you know. And Luke Smith found his home already at, at App State, uh, you know, which is great. You know, he's, uh, you know, I think, I think he's going to do well out there and make some noise out there. But, uh, but aside from that, uh, what a game. Um, both sides have uh, got some um, effective backs, um, some fast backs that make this game interesting. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I was focused on the interior line for most of the time. But, um, yeah, you know, the thing I liked about this game, you know, was that, you know, being, you know, you know both being Christian-based schools, uh, Christian-based private schools, you know, after the game, you know, you know, everyone shook hands. Everyone, you know, talks, chats with each other, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about the camaraderie. And they, you know, you know, legally they're able to sit there and pray together, you know, and, 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 and you know, pray for each other's well-being. And, you know, thank thank God for, you know, a game well played. You know, no one got hurt. You know, weather was fine. You know, we're in a beautiful place here, right? United States and able to play this game we call football um, freely. So that's what I loved about this game, man. You know, I got to see... Uh, um, I got to see uh, Principal uh, Bender out there. She's out there in attendance watching the game. Uh, she's our old go go go. You know, goes back to our Mount Juliet days and W. Wright and Mount Juliet High School and Mount Juliet Elementary, so on and so forth. Uh, church member for you, but you know it was you know it was a great atmosphere. I, lo- I loved watching that game. Um, I love taking pictures for it. Um, the gallery is up on the website. Uh, D1Hollies.net It's on the front page there Click on that and you guys can see all the photos um, From that game Hey talk about that Talk about that time in Mitchell Luke Smith mm-hmm. uh, Matchup I know you know you me and you were texting back and forth um, You know of course I had to ask About my guy uh, Rhino As well too And talk mm-hmm. a little bit about it if you, Again if you can about that about that matchup I mean that's because you you arguably have uh, one of the best defensive linemen uh, at, at FRA in Time and Mitchell, and then you arguably have um, friendships top um, offensive defensive linemen and, and Big Luke Smith as well too. And I, I know um, we all had an opportunity to see and watch Luke play, but talk about that matchup. I mean, what what did you take take out of that? I mean, that's that's two. Goliaths that were going at it. I mean, how was how was the matchup with them going back and forth? Yeah, it was great. It was great. You know, I you know that you know you know from the first play, I said this is this is what I'm watching. You know, and I and I couldn't remember which side Luke played on and which side Rhino played on. You know, so when I saw, uh, you know, court, you know, of course, uh, time is blind side tackle. Uh, you know, so when I saw it, so when I saw Luke line up on that right side of the defense, I was like, oh man, here we go. You know. And uh, you, yeah. know, you know, you know, right away, you know, right away, is is 
is, you know, it's that potential matchup that everyone talks about, Ali versus Tyson. You know, that was the way I felt, you know, you know, two heavyweights going at it. And, uh, you know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't let down, you know. Uh, I saw, I saw, I saw a couple of stalemates between them. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Tymon win a couple. I've seen Luke win a couple, you know. Uh, same thing with Rhino lined up, lined up over there, you know. Uh, and the scary thing about Rhino is that Rhino's got uh, another year after this year. Yeah. And he's got, he's got some, man, he's got, uh, I mean, he's already at, at top, at top, at top level, but yeah, he's got some growing to do and he's, he's going to, he's going to do nothing but get bigger, faster, stronger. And, and you know, that's, that's scary. So, uh, but yeah, same thing, you know, same thing with him. You know, I've seen, you know, I got, I got some close-ups of them two going at Rhino and, uh, time and, you know, same thing, you know, a couple, you know, a couple here for Rhino, a couple here for time. But, uh, you know, I was impressed. I was in, yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah, I've always said that I think Tyler Mitchell is the best player on that Franklin Road Academy team, and he showed it last night by being versatile enough to handle two pass rushers like these, two, like uh, like those two guys. Yeah, yeah. Who who actually ended up overall winning the game? Overall winning, you know, you know. So so I tell you this, you know, as a as a as a precursor, overall winning. I won't talk about who overall won a. Uh, scrimmage or a or a jamboree game because it's two quarters, you know. But 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 overall, FRA edged them out uh, fourteen to seven, I think, something like that. Uh, one FRA had one touchdown on their first team offense uh, and one touchdown on their second team defense. Um, and I can't remember who scored the friendship. Like I said, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't pay attention a whole lot of attention to the backs. I was watching that interior line matchup. That was uh, that was exciting. Okay, okay. Did you get a chance to um, – one of the other questions I was going to ask you about, so obviously Speedy uh, Fouch, who was arguably, in my opinion, cheated out of Mr. Football um, candidacy <laughs> last year. Um, yeah. How did the running How did the running game look? It looked okay. It looked okay. You know, FRA's got a huge defensive line, you know, headed up by time as well. Uh, so it, it looks okay, but you know, it's, it's, it's going to need some work. Um, Justin Seagraves, I believe is the one who took over for, for Speedy, you know, and he looks, you know, I mean, you can tell he's got skills and, you know, but you know, uh, as far, as far, as far as, uh, big gainers and basing their, and basing their game off their run game, uh, they're probably not to be balanced for a while until Mr. Seagraves comes into his own until they figure it out. But I, but I, you know, us knowing friendship in this in this team, I think that they'll figure it out uh, very early in the season. We can expect them to make a run very similar to they did to the way they did last year. Um, I'm looking to see I'm looking to see if uh, Davidson Academy uh, can match up with them in the state uh, uh, in the in the playoffs this year. Hmm. Okay. And we know Davidson Academy with it, with they got an all-star cast from, you know, from Norton uh, to the, to Dewan, I mean, and so forth. So that should be uh, should be yeah. fun. Yeah, absolutely. So I tell you what, DC, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm gonna take some notes here. I'm gonna bring in, I'm gonna bring in Mr. Jay Carver and let you guys talk some more uh, Metro because you guys are all over the place talking Metro generally and catching those. Uh, and then uh, I'll come back in in a sec. Jay Carver, you there? <laughs> Nope. 
Nope. Didn't think so. <laughs> no, I'm not going out here. <laughs> What's going on? I'm here. I'm live. What's up, fellas? Hey, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Just talking a little high school football. We are uh, we are less than seven days away now from a kickoff uh, next Friday. Yeah, yeah. I gotta start it. I gotta start it. Question Jim Breeze. Washington general reason I got a chance to catch my Altamato White's Creek. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all now. Look out for White's Creek. I'm not playing. I'm, really? I'm drinking Creek juice. I'm maybe I'm a little biased, but they got talent and they can make some noise. If not really? make some noise, they they can they can at least knock some people out the playoffs. I'm telling. You, I'm telling you. They um. <laughs> They beat get uh, Glicks of twenty four to nothing. The main the, I was on the sideline with the coaches and the main thing they was preaching was defense. Don't let them score. Don't let them score. They better not score. <laughs> it was so much energy on the sideline. I've never seen White Street sideline like this. I haven't seen White Street sideline like this since ninety eight when I was in school. Players having mm. fun, going out there playing. Yeah, it was it was yeah. I, I was, yeah. I'll tell you what, Jay. I'll tell you what. You know, you mentioned uh, White Creek. They're going to surprise some people this year, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But I'm, I'll try not to be negative about school. I'm just concerned <laughs> with with them. Uh, they just hired the head coach within about, what, mm-hmm. two or three months ago? If that, give or take a little bit. Yep, yep. Did you get a chance to rap with him much after the game at all? Yes, I did. I actually um, have a audio of it. You got you got you got to play the uh, what what, what Clinton Davis interview? Is that you want to play, Jack? I can't hear you. Said I said the Clinton Davis interview. You want me to play that? Yes, yes. Go ahead, play that. Run that, please, sir. Gotcha. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jay with D1 Highlights. I'm here with Coach Davis of Weiss Creek. First year coaching. How's it feel? Feels good, man. Feels good. You know, we've um, been working since July 8th, right after the dead period, trying to put this thing together on the fly, you know, uh, staff together on the fly. And uh, it feels good to come out and play against somebody else and, and finish 24-0 uh, in two quarters. It feels good. Yeah. What do you take away after the scrimmage from the team? Well, you know, you take away that you won the game, but it's always good when you win and you still got a lot to work on. So that's what we got to work on. Too many penalties, too many mental errors, and we still got to get our conditioning where it needs to be. So those are some uh, negatives that we got to work on coming up to the first game. Okay. Now, I've seen, I've seen something I haven't seen in a while at West Creek. I've seen the players having fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Having fun. I know it's all about fun. You, yeah. You can't enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. You ain't having fun. Absolutely. Uh, did you put a chip on their shoulder? What, what's going hey, on? We, we, basically, what we talked about, man, when I got here, that, that it's a new day around here, okay? Whatever's happened before me, we got to throw that out the window. We got to come together as a family, be selfless, you know, be selfless. Right. Don't worry right. about who getting the credit. Everybody wins when White Creek wins. Right. And come out here and play for each other. And these guys buying in, man. They buying in. I see. I can tell. I can tell. Well, that's all I got for you. That's Coach Davis trying to put the venom back in White Creek's bite. That's right. We out.
Hey, I'll tell you what, guys, just off of, you know, obviously I had a chance to listen to that that clip, um, Jay, after you sent it to uh, to us the other night. I think you may be on to something. I think you may be on to something. You know, Coach Davis left a program in Arkansas last year where he led that program in Arkansas to an 11-2 record. Now, keep in mind, this was, you know, it was a junior high uh, school in Arkansas, but you know he took that team to eleven and two last year, and you know if he he like you said, you know you start you have to start having fun again. You know if you're not having fun, you 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 miss the boat. Absolutely. And you know, and I tell you, Absolutely. you know, and I tell you what, White Creek in that in that three A region, or I'm sorry, that that three A class, but region five. I mean, they they got. <laughs> East East Nashville, Giles County, Pearl, Stratford, and them. I mean, you're right. They 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 could make some they could make some noise in that division this year. Yeah, um, and let me tell you, they have a quarterback. He's a freshman, so he's gonna be there a while. His name is Cameron Davis. Watch out for him. He can spin that ball. I was talking to the coach before the game, and he mentioned him to me, so I, of course, was watching him, and. He passed my eye test. He could spin that ball. I will be posting a couple of videos of him spinning the ball a little later tonight. But he could spin that ball. Yes, he can. Coach's son, actually. The six-two. I don't. I don't want to get the uh, the weight wrong. Six-two. I want to say maybe two ten, two fifteen, something like that. He's a big guy. Freshman. Huh. He can throw it. Now, who did and they played Glencliff, right? They played Glencliff. Mm-hmm. No, Glencliff. The only thing that passed me about Glencliff was that quarterback, and I, embarrassingly enough, I can't even remember his number. Lord have mercy. Sorry, Glencliff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I was watching White Street, and they have a receiver named Zachary Drake. You need to watch out for. He's a junior, and uh, the running back, James McGee, he's a senior. I heard he's sort of a leader, so that might be, as D.C. calls it, the heartbeat, the heartthrob. Uh-huh. And on defense, they have a, a linebacker that's, that's flying all over them. He used to be a D.E., now he's a linebacker. I heard that he's getting converted to a linebacker now after the, uh, after the jamboree. But his name is Jordan. Thompson, number 55. Watch okay. out for him. And, uh, of course, if you already been watching D1 Highlights Twitter, you've already seen number 78 on the offensive line with that humongous block of a Glenn Cliff player. I don't know what number it was because he was so quick. He knocked him on the ground. didn't get to see his number. But his name is DeMarco <laughs> Campbell. DeMarco Campbell. Look out for him. They <laughs> – the actually, Coach Toby, actually, Kobe, um, Sean Waller, he told me, he seen him walking through the hallways. He said, where you been? And then Campbell said, what do you mean? Coach said, you supposed to be out here on the field. And there it is. That's how it happened to him. So he's literally been on the team for uh, three days now. So, yeah, I'm I'm in on White Street. I'm in on White Street. Let me- let me ask you this, Jay. Um, is it safe to say, are you, or can you say, Weiss Creek went one and nine last year, okay? 
Uh-huh. And let me just let me just let me just kind of reference this by saying they went one in nine last year. The only win they had was against Hunter's Lane. Okay. And saying that, are you gonna, are you still sipping the Kool Aid over under White's Creek? Uh, what's their what's their over under as far as wins? Are we saying over five, under five, or what? What do you think? I want to say I haven't seen the rest of the teams in the in the um, in their uh, uh, class or whatever, but. I'm gonna go with five. We'll be we'll be okay. Over five, right at five. Okay, but they play a really good Pope John Paul team uh, next Friday, and it's yeah. the same yeah. uh, John Pope. This is the same. Uh, this is the same game, same team. Last year, JP two put up put up a forty burger on them. So <laughs> forty burgers, you know. It, yeah, they put they, they put up a, a forty burger on them, so we'll see. But I tell you what, though, you mentioned the young man. What was his name? Demarco. Demarco Campbell. Demarco. Demarco Campbell. I must I must yes. resend that tweet out because uh, we got so many folks DMing us when with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know the young man. Hopefully he's listening. But as you said. Um, Coach literally plucked him out of the hallway and uh, said, "Hey, you need to be out here in the football field." You said he's only been practicing for how many? How long? Uh, I don't even know about the practice. It probably was one practice because he was on the field with uh, Friday night. Wow! So he probably been the one practice. <laughs> and wow. they said the only thing they have to work on is his win. So maybe he's the natural. I don't know. But I'm going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm going to find out, yeah. But, yeah. Who else, who else uh, what? Who else? we had a chance to go and check out? Uh, East. I watched East play. Who did they play? They played. Crap. How did I forget that? They played Overton. East played Overton. Uh, they ended up winning eleven to nothing. They scored one touchdown on a a run, I believe, by number six quarterback. Don't let me say this wrong. Aaron Day Thompson. He's a junior, and he can flat out fly. I'm telling you, he's, he's got a nice arm, and he's very, very mobile. I see him at least rushing for six hundred yards this <laughs> this season. And this is really. for who again? Uh, East. Oh wow! Okay. East. Yes, East. Very mobile, very athletic, and they have a running back, Rondarius Gregory. He's number one. He had two runs that stuck out to me. Uh, one was for twenty yards, I believe, and he just ran through at least three tackles. Hit the sideline, showed the speed, showed the power. I was very impressed. Very impressed. So in and, that uh, East versus Overton game, what was that score again? Uh, eleven to nothing. Eleven to nothing. Yep. 
Uh, I tell you what, East defense, I don't know much about Overton. Do you? I, I don't know much about uh, Overton. Um, hopefully, Evan, if he's Evan's still on the line, we can queue up um, our intern last year, um, Arian uh, Muhammad Ali. And um, I know um, when we first met Arian last year, of course, as any player would be um, hyped, about the upcoming season, and uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, unfortunately, last year wasn't you know the year that um, that you you would want. Um, but this year, you know, your question was: Do I know much about Overton other than um, again, Arian out there? I know uh, they got a few pretty big bodies there in the offensive line. So that's why I was curious to see what that score was. You said 11 to nothing. And obviously, you know, they only played two quarters. But uh, I'm really hoping to see some really good things from them. Overton, just like White's Creek, went 1-9 last year. So something's got to give for some of these teams that is 1-9. You know, the only win they got was against Antioch, where they blew Antioch out 35 to nothing last year. And um, But, you know, the good thing about it, they won that game in week 10, which, you know, if anything, you know, you get that win at the end of the season going into the next season, you know, hopefully they can continue to keep that ball moving and make some make some noise. But uh, I'm not sure. I'm looking forward to seeing what, they, what they're going to say. Um, Evan, do you happen to have uh, Arian pulled up his clip uh, after the game? No, that is a video clip. <laughs> Uh, they got to go. They got to go to the Twitter page and watch it, or Instagram. No, actually, okay. yeah, go to the it's on Instagram account. See what highlight under score ten. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm. We'll, we'll see about Overton. They were one in nine last year, so we'll we'll see what happens. No, I, I did. Uh, somebody did flash for Overton uh, number five, the quarterback. Um, kind of mobile, but it's. It seemed like that uh, almost like it was there. He was their only option, and you know, um, from what I from experience, that never works out. It's never good for a team for to have one offensive option, especially when it's quarterback. Yeah, especially when it's quarterback. But uh, yeah, East defense. Impressed me, uh, in particular, number 53, Zarian Shoot. He had a few plays. I, th- I think he had a, a couple of sacks where he just hit this quarterback on the blind side and just swallowed him. You didn't even see the quarterback anymore. All you see was a big 53. And uh, he, he was causing havoc throughout the whole game. Hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this same question at you. Over right. over under five wins for which school? For East Oof. or Overton? Oh, put me on the spot with Overton. Overton, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to say two. Oh, you got to do better than that, too, for Overton. 
I'm sorry. I uh, I don't, I don't know much about them, and honestly, from the jamboree, I didn't see a whole lot. So I got to go off what I seen last year until I see with my own eyes something different. Got to keep it real. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Gotta okay. Keep it real. But and then East, uh, for East, uh, ooh, how many ones they had last year? Do you know? What was? Uh, I want to say. I want to say. I believe East made the made the playoffs. I believe. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. A second. Can I be able to tell you? Evan, while Jay is doing that, looking up East record last year, um, do we still happen to have uh, Devin Turner, uh, my post-game interview with him, and uh, Harold Jamison from Hillsboro? Do we happen to have that queued up? Devin, are you there? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> DC Woodmore, D1 Highlights just wrapped up the Cane Ridge game. It's the 50th anniversary of uh, Metro Jamboree. Cane Ridge came out here and uh, beat a pretty good-looking Stratford team, 20 to 6. I'm hanging out with senior offensive lineman, Mr. Devin. Talk about your uh, talk about your team tonight. You know, we did good. We just need to get the momentum up. Keep pushing and striving. Okay. How are you guys off season been? I had a chance to talk with Coach Woods earlier. He said you guys have had more scrimmages um, that he's ever done in his in his uh, career as far as coaching. How has that been as far as moving forward throughout the rest of the season? Well, we need just need to get stuff together, keep grinding, doing doing a lot of you know teamwork together because you know. And the scrimmages, we usually pick it up more. Yeah, I tell you what. One of the things I also asked him earlier was um, that loss. Your last loss to to Maryville mm-hmm. in the state championship. Talk about that loss and how it's touched you guys going into this offseason, going into this season. We just need to come together as a team, stop getting mad at each other, and just keep pushing through and okay. keep grinding. Okay. Now talk about your offensive line as well too. I mean, you 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 seem to be one of the anchors of the offensive line. Talk about some of your other guys on the offensive line that's helping you guys out. We got Lush. We got Joey. We got. Uh, Ken Allen and Michael Reese. We're a good offensive line. We're bigger than last year, and we're faster than last year, too. Okay, great. I'm going to ask the silly question that everybody always asks. What's y'all's, what's y'all's goals for the, for the rest of this year? Is it getting back to Maryville again? Getting back to Maryville again. Okay, awesome. We're getting back to actually the Cookville, and then maybe seeing Maryville up there. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, wrapping up with uh, my man Devin Turner, offensive lineman, senior, good kid, great player for Cane Ridge High School. Yeah, and I just wanted to talk about that for a quick second, Jay, while you're looking up that, looking up the uh, last year's uh, standings. But uh, that was one hey, other DC. thing about Kane Ridge. Yeah. Hey, DC and Jay, real quick. Uh, so as soon as you guys make a time slot here, uh, make a little slot for uh, we got um, Orion on hold uh, from uh, Mr. Muhammad Ali uh, from Overton. Wanted to chime in real quick. So he's on hold. You guys let me know. I can punch him in here, and, uh, and I'll let you guys talk to him real quick. Okay, okay. Let me just uh, finish up real quick with, again, talking about Kane Ridge. 
and uh, Big Devin Turner. Same thing as I was saying earlier about watching the Metro Jamboree. That's one thing that I forgot to mention is I realized how much larger this season the offensive line is for Cambridge. And that's going to prove huge, uh, especially for, uh, for, for Devin Starling uh, and, and allowing Corey the opportunity to, to gauge the field and uh, do his check downs and go through his progressions. And I'm, a, I'm just going to say what Jay said Thursday night about Devin. Actually, Jay, you know what you said about Devin Thursday night? He didn't win it last year. Do you think he's going to win it this year? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to win it this year. They got him. Yeah. yeah he's, they getting him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> the ball is going to be yeah. his hands, and he will do something with it. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing another great year for him. I think it might be it might be his his year for uh, that, that Mr. Football, that, that trophy. But uh, going back to East Nashville real quick before we bring Arian in, uh, Aaron, and what uh, what was what was East Nashville's record last year? You had, you had a chance to look it up. Uh, five and seven. Five and seven. Five and seven. Okay, seven. so five and seven. That's twelve games. So that they did make the playoffs. So they were in there last year. What yeah, do you think? Are they, think they, are they five yeah, I again? Think, I think I actually think they're gonna flip that around. Seven and five. Okay. Seventy five, making it at least to round two of the playoffs, huh? Well, I don't know about the playoffs. I don't know who they play. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who they play. I mean, but that's yeah. for anything, but matchups are everything. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Everything. Well, we so, got. Uh, Evan, when we bring I'm sorry, go ahead and do friends. This is Muhammad Ali in. Hello? Hello? Yep, yep. How's it Aaron, going? you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, my good man? I'm doing so good. How are you guys doing? What's going on, Aaron? It's going great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. We're great. I can't speak for everybody, but I'm good. But I'm good. <laughs> hey, I'm good over here just uh, talking a little high school football. As you know, we were discussing you a little bit and those off Overton Bobcats, uh, 1-9 last year. Um, how are we looking this season coming up? I'd say well, we're looking good. I heard the two wins for this next season. It's fine. I, you guys got all, all right to think that. It makes sense, but – I feel like a lot of people are going to be shocked. I mean, there's no – we got a three-star on this team, and that's about it. Everybody plays together. Everybody stays united, you know. I think we're the only we're the only program that's playing like a team and not relying on individuals. And that's what it's all about. Um, now, you guys went one and nine last year, and I, I hate to just keep bringing up that one, that one and nine stat, but, you know, it is what it is. What what makes us or what makes you think this year is going to be different outside of what you just said, which was you know team game, not just one person, not just the individual. What's the what's going to be the difference this year uh, and moving forward? I, I see that you know you guys end up closing out the year with a win. So are we going to try to carry that in to next Friday? And what's going to be different? 
Oh yeah, uh, it's a it's a brand new offense. It's a brand new offense under former offense coordinator and uh, and coach White, and uh, it's honestly senior leadership. Last year, not to call out anybody because I won't say any names, but there just wasn't that senior leadership there. We uh, we had juniors in that never played it down the varsity. They had to step in and be starters. Now they got experience under the belt. Now they're not as nervous under the Friday night lights. So it just changes the atmosphere of the game. You're not going into the game jittery and uh, you you don't know what your job is fully. Now everybody got some experience under the belt. We got, I think, our whole defensive lineup is straight seniors. So we we, we all play together. It's a, it's a whole new offensive system. Coach Williams has changed the defense. I mean, we're here. And I tell you what, you know, one thing that you know, if I could pass along, Aaron, to you and your teammates is, like we just said, last year was last year. You know, you guys have an opportunity as seniors to go out. You know, uh, myself, uh, do or do one highlights. We've been covering football for the past seven years, and I can't begin to tell you how many teams we have seen uh, go from 0 and 10, 1 and 9, to all of a sudden 8 and 2, and boom, they're in the playoffs making some noise. So I said to say this, uh, you guys, uh, I believe you guys played Father Ryan this Friday night? Yes, sir, at Father Ryan. At Father Ryan. So, and I know Father Ryan handed you guys pretty good last year, but this is an opportunity for you guys to go into this game as seniors. That's the most important thing. This is your last first Friday night game in your high school career. So you remember that moving forward and say, hey, Man, these guys, we can go in here and beat these guys and start the new Overton Bobcats, just like, you know, I don't know if you were listening earlier about the new Antioch Bears, and and you you guys can leave that program with your stamp and your name on it. Um, real quick, if I could, who um, who is some players um, on the defensive side that, we we haven't discussed or some some people that we we need to start paying attention to and then I'm gonna come back over to the offensive side but let's start on defense who who are some players there that um, that you've seen you practice with them you play with them um, who who are some of the guys that that be that, that's gonna be some of your leaders on the defensive side of the ball well I, yeah that's a great question I got I got four guys on defense that really could play D1 football. Charleston Sutterus, he he was linebacker last year. His first year starting last year, we moved in the three technique. He's been causing havoc. He had two sacks against East. He's uh, six six two, about two sixty five. So he he's been a havoc on that D line. Uh, that was a great position change. And then our middle linebacker, his la- last year was his first year starting ever too. Uh, Detory Johns, he's a uh, he's six two two forty. He's he he's a beast. He runs track. He's He's athletic. He's really athletic. And then in, in the secondary, we got Samar, Samari, Brown, Samari Burns. I don't think the state pays enough attention to that guy. That guy led the team in tackles last year. He has a pick in the Jamboree. He's been killing it all summer. And someone that hasn't played but played his sophomore year, he skipped junior year, is K.J. Baker. He's a huge, huge linebacker. He, he, he made some noise at the Jamboree too. So we have a lot of pieces that needed that needed that Friday night experience, and now they got it. And, I mean, they're confident. We're confident. We have a group chat. Everybody's confident. Everybody knows what we could do. I love it. Now, 
offensively, um, obviously, you know, I, I had said this about you last year. This is not even about you working uh, with us at D1 Highlights being a, a player correspondent, um, but, you know, for our coaches out there listening across the country, uh, check out this young man that we have on the phone uh, right now, uh, Arian Muhammad, uh, as well. Uh, and and, and in talking to him, very gritty young man, very gritty. Obviously, as you hear us uh, talking right now, he loves the game. He's a student of the game. Um, Arian, again, is out there at John Overton High School, uh, 5'11", touching that six foot six one ish uh, big, big kid, 270 pounds. Um, Arian, you're playing that center guard, nose guard position, correct? Yes, sir, center guard, nose guard, one tech, anything interior. And, and, and saying that uh, Arian is a young man that, you know, for the coaches out there that are listening, um, check out Arian uh, Muhammad Ali, great young man. Um, we uh, very, very great character, um, a student of the game, um, very smart as well too. If you happen to be looking at his Twitter page, go to his Twitter page. Very smart young man, three point nine GPA, benching three twenty five, squatting four sixty. I may be wrong. I, I don't know if that's changed since or that's been updated since then. But four seventy five. Four seventy five. Four seventy five. Okay, four seventy five. So I said that to say this is when we uh, started working with Aaron, uh, Aaron last year. Um, I went and checked out his huddle film and was very impressed with him and how he um, is great as a blocker, leading the block. Um, great pulling guard, opening up holes for his um, his backs to uh, run through the lane. So in saying that and giving you all the pub and very impressed with your play. Who is some other? Give me two or three other Overton offensive people that we may not know of. Uh, I think you guys all know of Stephen Lasoya, so I, there, there's no need to mention him. That dude, his film speaks for himself. His his resume speaks for himself. But a guy that people don't pay attention to is Krishanzi Martin, CJ Martin, as we call him, CJ, wide receiver. He's six three. He has he has everything. His route running is crisp. His his speed is there. His athleticism, everything he has is there for a wide receiver, a D1 wide receiver, big guy, the huge legs. He has, his hands are massive. He could maybe even play the tight end position. Uh, another guy is Jalen Bayless. Jalen Bayless is another slot receiver. His last last year was his first year starting too, so now he got experience under his belt. He's a slot receiver, quick route running, amazing. And uh, our running back, our running back David Jefferson. David Jefferson is a is a is a guy that's been waiting. He's been he's been waiting. He's been practicing. He's been waiting for a shot. I mean, there's been always three, four seniors ahead of him, and he's been always fighting for that starting running back spot, and he got it. And I mean, he's making the best out of it uh, in the scrimmages. He had a couple hundred yard games. He's 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 quick and agile. He won't he won't give up. He has he he has that it factor, as a lot of people like to say. He doesn't give up at all. Now you mentioned earlier. I I, I keep hearing that David Jefferson name uh, in our circles of people. What was the young man's name that you said was the wide receiver? C.J. Martin. C.J. Martin. Okay, got you. Now you, talk a little bit about him again. He. Um, as you guys, wide receiver, um, was he a part of the team with you guys last year? Yes, sir. He was a part of the team last year. He wore number seven. He had 
he had uh, – I'm pretty sure he led our team in touchdowns last year and, and receiving touchdowns, huge red zone target. Like I said, he's 6'3". He weighs about 200, 205, and he, he's getting stronger and stronger in the weight room every day. I mean, literally, if you when, when you talk about a D1 receiver, you bring up a guy like Sheffield, Scurry, you bring up all these guys. And I promise you, this guy should be up there. He's a He does everything. Like, if you go watch the film, you can't show me – one flaw that he has that the other guys don't either. This guy has it all. He's a full package, and he's bigger than half the guys too. Okay. So he's definitely – he'll be someone that uh, we'll definitely keep an eye out on. I'm not quite sure uh, which game that I'll I'll be at, but I do know I didn't get a chance to watch him last year at um, at your games live. But if there was what's, – what's, what's, what's the game? Who is you all – uh, rival, what's what's the what's the biggest game of the year for you guys coming up? This one Friday, Father Ryan, no doubt about it, no I, doubt about it in my mind. It goes Father Ryan and then Cane Ridge. We got those two games circled since since at, since right after Antioch, the night right after Antioch, we all got together. We were like countdown starts. We had to count down in our weight room to Father Ryan. When I'm telling you this game might be the biggest game that's in high school right now. I don't know how it's not the game of the week, but it's going to be big. And I'm telling you that it's going to, it's going to shock a lot of people. A lot of people are going to be shocked. Well, you know, it's probably one of the reasons that's probably not the, one of the hype games of the week, unfortunately, because of last year's record. But yeah, hey, of course. I'm going I'm to start drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, I would say, tell me the biggest game of the week and I'll be there, but, I don't know if you heard earlier. I'm going to be in Jamaica, so I'm not going to be able to make uh, Ooh, this I, week's I see game, you, Coach. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, I tell you what, I'm excited. Um, I, I think, uh, and, and let me let me correct you. That was Jay that said only two games. You know, I, I've had an opportunity to get to know you and meet you and talk to you. I know you're very passionate about your craft and your team. Um, you know, one of my hashtags that I'm going to probably start up here soon, again, is why not us? You know, why not exactly. open Bobcats? Exactly. Why, why not you guys? And uh, you have an opportunity this Friday to start it, uh, start the, the, the new season. And, uh, again, why not us? Why not open Bobcats? So, hey, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. I'll be, uh, I'll be sitting on the beach over in Montego Bay uh, Friday night on my Twitter. Uh, I hear you. I'll be the first one to call you. I'll be the first hey, one to call you. Sounds good. I'll be the yes, first one to call you. I'll, I might be a bother. Oh no, no, no! You never, never bother me. Give, give me a shout now. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm going to be in Montego Bay probably on two or three uh, uh, red stripe cold beers or some pina coladas. <laughs> so I, I may be, I may be uh, incoherent there, but I'll try my best to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, hey man, guys, uh, again, wrong, man. I got you, Jay. I'm telling you. I promise you. I'm looking for you to prove me wrong. Let's go. That's my that's my guarantee. All right. All well, right. Hey. Guaranteed. Well, you heard it here. Oh, for sure. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, appreciate your time. Get some rest. What time is it? 930? What time do you yes, get in bed? About 10 o'clock? Yeah, probably <laughs> 10 o'clock even. Okay, well, yeah, man, get your, get your rest. Be the leader that I know you can be. You know, you're going to have ups and downs this Friday, hopefully more ups and downs. But if you do have the downs, 
Uh, bounce back from it. Be that leader on that offensive line, defensive line to your whole team, man. Best of luck to you. Yes, sir. All love for you guys. I appreciate you guys a lot. Good luck, man. Hey, thank you. Well, that was nice of Mr. Uh, Muhammad Ali to call in and rap with us for a little bit, kind of tell us about Overton and the Bobcats and all that good stuff. He called in, D.C., he called in to low-key tell you uh, that he's he's a little pissed off about this (laughs) two-win prediction that you done put out on his team. No, that was Jay did that. Yeah, but you was on the line with Jay. You was on the line with Jay. You're responsible for Jay right now. And and Aron uh, pissed off. Him and the Bobcats are going to be sitting outside your doorstep waiting to handle business. You're going to talk about day two in the season. Yeah, that's exactly what he called in for. I already know. He, he, he didn't waste no time. Hey, real quick, we got we got about 26 minutes left, and you got uh, you still got uh, a Harold Jameson Jr. interview. If you guys want to play that uh, and whatever else we want to talk about with these remaining uh, 25, 26 minutes. Yeah, if we could, real quick, let's uh, wrap about uh, Hillsboro yesterday. Well, yeah, yesterday before the ruckus. Um, Hillsboro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Hillsboro played yesterday. And uh, I tell you what, they looked uh, impressive against uh, Maplewood. Um, Coach Broom out there at Maplewood um, is putting together and has been putting together a good program out there at Maplewood with the Panthers. It was good to see uh, our guy Scurry out there at the wide receiver position. Um, I noticed he didn't start the game. I'm not quite sure if he was dinged up or hurt or something's going on with that. But I noticed. He didn't start the game, but when he was out there, he was effective. Um, but obviously, you know, they played Hillsboro yesterday. Yeah, Evan, if we can, let's go ahead and queue up Harold real quick, and then we'll kind of chime in after that. All right, here we go. D.C. Woodmore of D1 Highlights just wrapped up the first game of the uh, Metro Jamboree this Saturday night. Hillsboro, as they uh, played Maplewood. 6-0 game. I got uh, our guy, Harold, senior, running back, linebacker, Harold Jameson. Talk about the game a little bit. Well, we saw we started off slow, real slow. Lineman was messing up. Running back was messing up. We just off page. Doing too much talking in the beginning of the game. We just had to step it up. Yeah. The second drive, we just stepped it up. Got a little few runs. We didn't capitalize, though, but we did. Good. We did good. Now, you, have, you look pretty good. There. Talk about your offensive line real quick about some of these guys we may not know of as of now. Our, our whole line is big, if you, if you can see it. We, we just need to work with each other. We haven't been working with each other that much. We had really a week. So if we get on the right page, we're going to be cool. We got big dude from – he can't work. He has a right tackle. He's going to be straight. Then we got Bowers, the guard, good guard. He's going to go D1. And the right tackle going to go, go D1 too. So we're going to be straight. So we got to get on the right page. My last one for you. You had a great run, about a good 20, 20 yarder. Uh, saw you go down a little bit over there. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm just bruised. Put some dirt on and keep going. You'll be back next week. For yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, y'all. Wrapping up with my guy uh, Harold Jamis. Seeing you. Check him out. All right, brother. 
Yeah, so that was us rapping with uh, Harold Jamison uh, on yesterday. Um, again, before the ruckus all uh, broke out. And saying that, uh, I'm impressed with uh, Hillsborough. Hillsborough has some big offensive linemen. Their left and yeah. right tackle, man, yeah. you would have thought they played college ball. Huge. <laughs> but, uh, so I tell you what, that 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 Harold Jamison and his the rest of his backs and the skill players, you know, they should all be averaging at least uh at least at the end of the season be around that thousand thousand yard mark for sure, for sure. If you play a running back behind those big boys, I mean I, I've seen some big boys in the offensive line, but like I think one was 55, another was 65, I think. Yeah, 55. Uh, is Donald Fitzgerald? Uh, I what? don't know his name. I'm trying to find out right now as we speak. I know his mother, and I'm trying to find out his name, so bear with me. We can talk about Keep talking about it, and maybe she'll take some back. Yeah, well, they they were Hillsborough looked impressive. Uh, Maplewood, you know, uh, as well looked impressive. You know, it's just kind of hard to gauge. Uh, you know, just it's hard to gauge games. It's only played two quarters because during the first quarter, the starters play, and then they put in the second string guys. But I was in, impressed with both teams. Uh, um, Josh just texted, yeah, sixty-five and fifty-five. Were those guys for Hillsboro? Fifty-four, um, or I'm sorry, fifty-five was uh, Donald Donald Fitzgerald. And uh, I tell you what, both of them boys were huge. Yeah, I'm humongous. Like just <laughs> it, just bookends. Just uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it was crazy. Nice offensive line. They should have a real good offense this year. Quarterback should have plenty of time. There should be plenty of holes. So what are you thinking? I tell you what. I tell you what. For Hillsboro, um, definitely an opportunity for them to to make some noise. Um, I I give them. I give them north of north of five or six wins and get into the playoffs. And uh, doing some doing some damage there, you know. Again, I'm I I was really impressive seeing Harold uh, yesterday um, at the running back position, um, and, and all of the guys, all of them looked really good. But uh, just kind of been watching Harold over the camp as he's been or over the season working with um, the OTA guys and and practicing and getting better at his craft. Um, he's definitely gonna be a young man to, uh, that we're gonna hear a lot about this season running the rock. Um, but yeah, I give them, I give them north of north of five or six wins, and then them guys get in the playoffs. And we all know once you're in the playoffs, it's zero, you know, it's zero zero. Anything can happen. Yes, so, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, Evan, you have uh, you got anything else? I was gonna briefly discuss. Had one of our other uh, other correspondents, uh, Mr. Carl, give us a shout earlier. This this afternoon and had a chance to rap with him about a few things as well too and I can chime in on yeah well I'll tell you I'll tell you, I'll tell you this um, 
I'll tell you this, looking at, you know, just, you know, like you guys said, we've been out to all these scrimmages and jamborees. Uh, first thing, make sure, make sure you guys go to the website um, and check out all the photos that we got uh, and the few interviews that we got from all these uh, scrimmages and jamborees. Um, they are front page on the website, d1highlights.net. You guys can open up those photo galleries uh, and check those out. If you find a picture of yourself that you want us to send to you, DM us on Twitter or email us or DM us on uh, Instagram and we'll send it over to you. We've been sending out quite a few photos over the last uh, week, week and a half uh, to the kids and the parents when one uh, photo. So we'll gladly do that for you. Um, yeah, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Let's switch gears. I'm going to switch gears back up to uh, to, to the to the Williamson County, Rutherford County Jamboree. Uh, I did I did want to make light of you know, you know, earlier I said that both Oakland and Ravenwood's defense look good and that their offenses had some uh, some work to do. I do want to make light of that Oakland running game. Uh, Mr. Myers, Mr. Xavier Myers up there, who we had at our number two running back uh, in our top ten preseason list, uh, looked very impressive. Uh, looked like he stepped uh, right into midseason form coming over from National Christian up there. Um, and then do you guys know their their other running back up there? It was one of his, his number twenty three. I didn't catch his name. I hadn't looked him up. Uh, but both both running backs for Oakland uh, looked well. Uh, if someone knows who those young men are, uh, send it to us, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll give them the kudos that they deserve. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out and talk about real quick the uh, Nonesville Knights. Nonesville. Uh, apparently didn't have a very good showing. I didn't get to see this game. Apparently didn't have a very good showing against Centennial. However, um, I've seen uh, Nonesville quite a few times over last year and a few of their preseason games this year. And I think that Nonesville is going to be someone to reckon with uh, this season under finally senior leadership for the first time. Senior leadership of guys like uh, Brandon Ward the third, uh, they're running back over there, Mr. Dooley, Colton Dooley, um, and they've got a very stout offensive line um, that is going to be moving some people this year. Uh, also, you have first-year head coach over there, Paul Derrick, who's going to be very hungry and very eager to prove uh, what his young team can do. I say young team, but they're but 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 they're the vets now. You know, they got a senior team, they got a senior a senior class now. Who else out there at the Williamson County, Ruco, Demery that we noticed? Uh, Josh Kelly caught the rest of those, so but he's on the line. But that, but that's what I noticed. Um, also, uh, come to find out, you know, George O is who we thought he was. Um, those Summit Spartans are going to be probably a very um, run-heavy team behind the leadership of that young man, only a junior this year, uh, but running like uh, he's a second-year senior or something. Um, for Coach Coleman over there, uh, very eager to prove that, hey, they can win without their all-star quarterback that they have from last year, Ethan Cash, who, who jumped ship over the independence. Um, so on the independence note, um, do make note that uh, independence does now have transfer quarterback Ethan Cash over there. Uh, Nathan Cisco, uh has started in the preseason games uh, from, 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 from what we've heard. So it's going to be interesting to see how that how that unwinds over the year. We got two talented quarterbacks who are looking to compete 
for that top spot. I mean, Mr. Cisco said that himself at the Williamson County Media Day. That, Jay, what are you doing over there, brother? You, you, you fighting? You fighting cats? You, you doing something with you? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> that be for over there cooking up something in the kitchen. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> that, 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 that's probably my. That's probably my wife. She's uh, sweeping the floor I'm in, like, in the kitchen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I tried I tried my best. I tried my best to ignore it. I was like, Dang it. <laughs> I heard it again. <laughs> All right, I'm focused now. I'm I'm back and I'm focused again. Okay. Uh no I'm not focused. Where was that? Who was I talking about? <laughs> independence. Okay, yeah. Independence. Okay, so uh independence has some athletes on on on, on, on that squad. Uh Coach Blade over there. Uh, looking to have those boys competing. And, uh, again, first game matchup of the year against Oakland. So we're going to see exactly who they are uh, this first game. Uh, on that note, I think I'm good, boy. Only thing I had, uh, just to kind of pass along, you mentioned that you were talking about uh, Williamson County. Um, if you guys happen to remember at the media day, um, Brentwood had a QB competition uh, between uh, Cade Granzow, who is a sophomore, and senior D- uh, Dylan Stevens. And I'm being told that um, the sophomore um, has beat him, as in the senior Dylan Stevens, out for that starting position um, out there at uh, Brentwood. Um, just a few other things, real quick. Um, uh, Keyshawn Lawrence, we all know who, who Keyshawn is, um, one of the better, uh, one of the better, best defensive backs in the state. Uh, for Ensworth, who also was in our magazine, D1 Highlights magazine, um, he, it's not official, but from what I'm hearing, um, he'll be out week one, uh, potentially. Um, he's hoping to be back week two per uh, doctor's orders. Um, that's going to be a revenge game. Against uh, CPA as well, um, so that's kind of the Ensworth news. Looking forward for a healthy return uh, to him. I remember Jay or Josh had texted us last week when he got hurt. We were going to tweet it out, but we, out of respect, we didn't want to uh, send it out for everybody to know. But I believe uh, the word has gotten out now about Keyshawn Lawrence and uh, potentially being out week one, hoping for a week uh, two. Uh, return against CPA. Um, another Ensworth uh, bit of news. Um, I'm hearing that uh, freshman wide receiver Isaiah Horton is tearing up uh, the field. Um, just yep. Again, this is just preseason, but uh, he's had three or four touchdowns already in the preseason holding off yep. from Louisville. You say what now? You get my stamp. Yeah, yeah Isaiah Horton. Yeah, and evidently, like I said, he's just, uh, evidently, he's the real deal. Have you had a chance to see him play, Jay? Uh, I've seen him play a little bit against, uh, who the Cambridge at a scrimmage at Ensworth. And uh, he okay. caught a pass, I believe, 65 yards, just blew past everybody, just breakaway speed. It was, it was beautiful to watch. That, at that moment, I was like, yes, football is back. <laughs> so he's going to be scary scary to watch um, and then lastly going over to Division 2 private schools again 
Um, we've had a young man by the name of uh, Jay Wright uh, in our uh, messages telling us about uh, JP2 and how they're going to be the real deal this year. So just doing my research on them, um, be on the lookout for JP2. They've got a solid, solid linebacker core of Jay Wright, Dallas Darden, and another young man by the name of uh, Brandon Keaton. Um, their offense, from what we're hearing, is supposed to be the strength of the team for them under fourth-year head coach uh, Justin Gasslinger. Um And then uh, lastly, Antoine Roberts is a name to be able to look out for, guys, uh, at the JP2. He's a sophomore. Um, this is supposed to be a big breakout season for him. We haven't really talked much about him. Um, in our running back discussion, but evidently he is one that's going to be on the radar uh, this time next year. So be on the lookout for him. That's all I've got. Jay, you good? What, what you well, think, brother? Uh, no, yeah, hey, I'll tell you what, Winston, we got about 10 minutes left. Uh, Jay, uh, we open the floor for you. After that, if we got some time left, uh, I'm just going to go off on the star system again a little bit more. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I am. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't have too much, man. I I, um, I wanted to talk about my a breakout player, but it's no secret who I love. I'm loving Starlet Kane Rich. That's who I enjoy watching. And uh, David. <laughs> hope I'm saying right. Name right. Souther, Southerland, number one, Maplewood High School. The running back. He's a sophomore. Please look for him because he's gonna he's gonna do big things. My stamp of approval. I don't know. We are gonna see how my stamp of approval ends up. But I'm I'm looking at David Sutherland from Maplewood, number one. And uh, I don't know. All I got. You got like nine minutes to go up on the star system. Yeah, I mean, I just want to talk about it a little bit. You know, I talk about it. I mean, we talk about it so much. Amongst ourselves, we talk about it with uh, coaches. We talk about it with players. Uh, we we you know we we've seen what um, it has has not done uh, for kids. So here so here so so here's my ultimate beef, and we'll put this out there again later, guys. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna break these up and send them out again later. But here's my ultimate beef with this, okay? And I you know and I got I got to be honest about this finally for once. Okay, my ultimate beef with it is is that You've got a ranking system that is based on what? And when I say that, you know, I don't mean to down any of the current four five-star players that are out there. Okay, all I'm saying is tell me how you got it. Tell me what you did to get it. Because in whatever whatever example a kid gives, you know, everyone has an example of another kid over here over there doing the same thing, okay? So, like I said, our goal here at D1 Highlight is to expose and to highlight and to show and showcase every player that, from what from what our football knowledge is based on, telling us that could play at a high level at the next level in college, okay? Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I feel – can help a kid and can hurt a kid. Okay, a kid gets a get a, a, a scholarship to a Division One school 
uh, and he goes there and he excels. And he excels. Okay, kudos to him. Great. That kid truly was a quote-unquote five-star player. But for the player that, that got it and earned it by um, a coach or a camp coordinator or, 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 or someone slick-talking their way into, uh, into rivals of 24-7's pocket, I'm not for that because that kid's going to get to the next level and fail when he could have gone to a smaller level program and it, it exceeded. Everyone's not going to be able to play D1 football, okay? Because there are different talent levels, True. you know, and right. And if you make it there and you get there and you get exposed and then you got to uproot yourself and move schools again, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not good for anyone. It's not good for the kid. It's not good for the kid's family. That's not good for that football program. You know, I mean, so I'm like this. I want to develop, us here at D1 Highlights, I want to develop a system that is truly best on, based on metrics, based on preseason a little bit, you know, based on their uh, camps, you know, all that stuff. You know, we take merit in that, okay, but also heavily based on what these kids do on the field, okay, what, what these kids and young men do off of the field, okay. If you're on the field and you're running six, seven touchdowns a game, but you're doing, uh, but you're uh, involved in some shady stuff off the field. I go ahead and say it, smoking pot, like I've seen kids on Twitter doing, like I've seen kids on the Instagram page doing, uh, involved in uh, uh, drugs and gangs and guns and you know stuff that you're gonna get caught with and get and get locked up. Uh, no, I don't give you my stamp of approval, and I wish that the quote unquote star system would stop doing the same thing. Let me just piggyback off what you just said. Um, yeah. You know, we mentioned earlier, Evan, in the podcast that we do have college coaches contacting us about character of young men because they can't be here 24-7 and know that we have certain relationships with kids across the state like like we do. And saying that, that, that character, I, I, it, it, it belittles me. I just don't understand how – if you're an athlete, you put ignorant stuff on your social media page, fighting, guns, weed, whatever, drugs. If you're listening, you've got to do better and be smarter than that, especially if you've got talent, whether you play D1, D2, D3, JUCO, NIA, you have an opportunity to potentially get to the next level, play, get your school, your college paid for. But a lot of these coaches at the next level won't take a second look at you based off of your social media page. So that, you know, so that's so, so, so that's my biggest beef with the system, you know, commercial, commercial America has taken over. You know, I have no problem with commercial America. Make your money. Hey, you're, you're a big news media organization. Uh, that's fine. Make, you know, we hope to be making lots of money doing do you want to highlights as well one day. But um, I say this, I challenge those companies and those organizations to do their due diligence and do not harm these kids by inflating them into something that they are not or don't deserve to be or, or ignoring the kids that are those things because you didn't get a check in the mail or you didn't get uh, whatever the spiff or the bonus is or, 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 or because the kid didn't mention you in the tweet about his office, so on and so forth. You know, don't punish these kids for that. For that reason, we hope D1 Highlights becomes – uh, your choice and the big choice and the top choice for um, high school football news media here in the state 
uh, and then we're going to try to work our way out from there. But for now, we're trying to watch out for these young men here in the state of Tennessee. So, like I said earlier, it starts with um, exposure, you know, market yourself. We're going to help you do that. We've got our player profiles uh, ready to be set up on the D1 Highlights website. Uh, we've got our scoring system ready to be utilized on the D1 Highlights website. Uh, we also have a roster system and stat system ready to be utilized on the D1 Highlights website. You guys contact us about that. Uh, we'll gladly share that with each school's administration, uh, each school's coaching staff, whoever handles that sort of thing on your coaching staff or at your school, we will gladly share it with you. We'll gladly get you set up on the D1 Highlights website for you to help expose these kids that are doing the right thing and so that we can put them out there on front street to say this kid deserves a scholarship to play um, college football. Uh, on that note, guys, I'm good. Yeah, we got two minutes left. I, I think we've said everything we need to say. Football is here this time uh, next week. We'll be talking about week one. We'll be under the belt. Shout out to everybody out there listening. Um, I was going to start naming off schools and players individually, but I know there'll be that one school, that one player gets pissed off because I forgot about them, so I'm not going to do that. But uh, best of luck to all of you guys out there. Um, love, love you guys for tuning in with us this Sunday night. Tell a friend. We'll be on this thing again next Sunday night and uh, doing it again. We do it for you guys. That's all I got. Hey, I will. Uh, I won't be in Nashville this Friday. I will be in sunny Jamaica on the beach, but I will definitely be tuned in via Twitter, rapping with uh, Jay Money, Evan, and uh, Josh, and just trying to see what's going on while I'm overseas. But other than that, hey, best of luck, stay healthy, and look good. Uh, good luck this season. As I was telling uh, Aaron Muhammad earlier, why not us? Hashtag why not us? That's all I got. Absolutely. Thanks, we're here. D1 highlights. Catch y'all next week.